0: Welcome to Whatever Works, our unique fortnightly podcast in which we talk about whatever works in our lives and in the lives of our community members. Find us at whateverworks.works and why not join our community? Simply search for whateverworks at mewe.com and get stuck in. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr Ted Salmon is switching off his fan, so it's up to me to say hi and welcome to Whatever Works. Uh, oh, he's there. I'm Take over.
1: Ooh, I'm back <laughs> at the microphone. Hello, everyone. It's so wonderful to be with you, isn't it, Ronnie?
0: And in a packed programme this evening... <laughs> <laughs> now, why were you not at the mic, Ted? Explain all. You had to turn your fan oh. off. Why is your fan on? I mean, it's not but even it's, hot where I am.
1: North Wales is just baked with sun today, and apparently it's going to be the same tomorrow. There's, there's a, a kind of mini heatwave thing going on, and I'm surprised that down your way you're not the same because the forecasters had said for today and tomorrow you're going to, it's going to be even worse like 27 and 28 degrees some there was some mention of 31 even um but yeah I, as usual in my situation as soon as the sun comes out my my tin can gets kind of um gets frazzled and that's what it's like now
0: yeah i suppose that's the point if you live in a tin of beans <laughs> then that's what yeah,
1: you get you certainly don't get enough wind <laughs> oh dear. Right. Right. right anyway we
0: are what are we on we're on
1: show 192 um And it is the middle of August and we are bringing you a lovely Whatever Works show because we know you like it so much and you can find out all about it at whateverworks.works, that's our website, and in the MeWe group. Let us know whatever works in your life. We'll bring highlights of that to the show. Aidanbell.com is where you can find Aiden dressed up as Santa normally, and tezsalmon.com is where you can find me and all the stuff that I do, blah de blah blah and let's just get to Oh,
0: mind you, um,
1: I'll give you a, an update
0: on my watch. So, before you do, I've just got to complete what you just said. I was dressed up as Santa this week. <laughs> I did a oh, casting. Were McDonald's were doing a casting for a Christmas ad, and I, um. I, I put myself up for Santa, and I actually found myself climbing into the... <laughs> costume in the middle of august anyway sorry where were you do carry on it's quite
1: funny i I was i remember listening to Stephen fry talking about the recording of um qi and saying that they 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 often record the christmas one like in the in the middle of summer and everyone has to kind of um, pretend that it's christmas oh yes i've been there yeah yes yes it is fun isn't it it's
0: baking hot outside and you're sort of rubbing your hands together and going it's cold in here
1: I can imagine. Anyway, right, the smartwatch, which you were so pleased that I got. Yes, on, on Ted Salmon wearing a watch. Woo! The problem is that I change my phone every twelve minutes, as you know. <laughs> yes. I've got all these phones that I, I like testing and playing with, and and it's really annoying that this particular watch you got, and I think probably all smartwatches, at least at the moment, you have to factory reset it every time I change my phone. It's just really annoying, and it doesn't do it very automatically. Samsung to Samsung, I was supposed to have this backup restore thing, but it doesn't work very well. Um, Anyway, um, so I'm still okay with it on my wrist, but actually, funnily enough, it's a strange thing that while I've been taking it off and back on again, I'm more aware of it, probably because of the periods it's not on my wrist. Um, But anyway, yeah, I'm still hanging in there, and I'm still finding it kind of useful, and... um, yeah, yes. you've
0: put a spanner in your own system there with the phone changing. Do you know what? That's that's There's a request for the universe. We want a smartwatch that syncs with your Google account, not with your device.
1: Yeah, that's right. But there's a, there's a security issue going on there as well because of the data and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There, there was talk about it coming to Wear OS 4, but I'm not sure what, if it is or not. Anyway, let's not get too technical. No, no, but
0: let's also say that, that, that karma must have been at work when you told me all about that in the last show, because lo and behold, it, only a couple of days later, a friend of mine uh, has offered me a watch to wear and to a trial. He has a Withings. I don't know if you know Withings, I've only discovered that them used in the to last. He's a Nokia. Week. That's right. They were together with yeah. Nokia and now they've sort of become this very important French company making health products and they make scales and blood pressure monitors and all the sort of things I'm getting into these days. And they uh, make a watch called the ScanWatch Horizon and it's re- uh, reputedly the most advanced health uh, enthusiast smartwatch that you can buy. And I've borrowed one from a friend. Um and it's a bit similar to yourself, really. He said to me that he would be prepared to let me have it for a low price if I were interested. So at the moment, I'm just wearing it and testing it and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I won't go into detail, but it gives you an absolute plethora of health information, everything to do with your heart and AFib detection and instant. And you can do ECGs on it. SPO2 monitoring, step counts, floor counts, sleep monitoring, breathing, respiratory scans, um endless activity tracking, all sorts of things, more health information than you could shake a stick at. And interesting that you say that your watch, you notice it. This watch is a beast. This watch is a huge, heavy watch. It's based on the old diver's watch design, and it's it's huge, it's 43 uh, millimeters across. Uh, and very heavy. However, I mean, I've been wearing a watch since I was a child and I didn't notice. I got it. And I thought, my God, this is heavy. I wonder how I'll get on with this and then forgot all about it until a week later when I thought, oh, yeah, this watch is fine. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, we're, bo- we're both playing the it, same it, game now. Sorry, Ted. Gone. It's not cheap, is it? It's not. No. Now, this is the thing. It costs four hundred and forty nine quid on Amazon and. Um, now, he said, I, I, I mustn't give away the figures, but he's offering it to me for a very fair price, which is a lot less than that. In fact, it's less than half that. So I'm working out if I were to sell my Cronaby watch and if I were to sell the Fitbit I've got that I've never worn much, uh, would I be able to raise enough money? You know, so I'm, I'm doing the maths and wondering whether I'm going to be a naughty boy or not. But meanwhile, I'm enjoying very much because it's always extremely elegant. So being a being a, a, a Withings watch wearer is most enjoyable.
1: The The difference between your smartwatch and the smartwatch that I've got on loan here is that it's still got physical hands and it turns around and what have you. My smartwatch is all screen. Everything that's on it is a... A conjured up digital world, nothing physical at all.
0: Yes, well, again, this is why I like mine so much because, like the Cronaby I've talked about before, it it really doesn't look at first glance as yeah. if it is a smartwatch. You've got a small yeah. screen that only comes on when you press the bezel. Um, and,
1: and that little circular... Um, the, the, the layout of that watch actually is very much like the Nokia used to be and the, the Withings um, ordinary um, smartwatch. That, that, they've got that circular um, LCD or LED at the top there. At the
0: top and then the lower one with the step yeah. count and it's got the yeah. old divers, the, the, the bezel thing that you can turn yeah. around so when you're diving you know when your oxygen's going to run out. That's oh, very yeah. useful for me, Ted. Yeah. I'll need that very frequently. Very <laughs> Mm. Sorry, we're talking about watches too much, really, oh, aren't we? Just a bit like the, the the new look
1: PSC here.
0: Oh no 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 not PSC WSC Watch Show Chat. Sure. <laughs> there you <laughs> are, Steve. Careful, we're on your heels.
1: <laughs> now, in the last fortnight, I've been mostly scoffing the Welsh Pantries Monster Bite Chicken and Ham Pasty. Oh, that's and lovely. I've, I posted a photograph of this in the group this week, and. I tell you what I think I've got an addiction I, whenever I go into Tesco I can't I can't not buy one it's so nice, and I'm sure it's really, really unhealthy. But <laughs> so I'm only going to Tesco like once a week now, <laughs> because I know that if I go in, um, I, I I like just opening it up and devouring it cold. But I can I, I once I did once heat it up, and it's they're very nice either way. But yeah, yeah, really nice. The Welsh pantry. I knew there was some upside to living in Wales. So this is just this is just a pasty on steroids, is it? It's just oh, it's, but it's but it's all the, the thing is packed with meat and um lovely sauce not one of these things that, you know a Tesco special where you open it up and there's a little tiny one inch square of something in the yes. middle <laughs> but you eat it cold, oh it's like my
0: mother ooh, ooh, ooh I can't yeah. do
1: cold food like that Yuck. Oh, I love cold food, I would eat all my food cold in fact I, I very often do um, and I, I, I just think it's, I, I'm quite happy with that. And it's easier and quicker and it costs less to. to, to you
0: really are a polar bear, aren't you, Ted? I mean, the more I get to know you. Here, listen, you won't believe what happened to me this week. Right. Hello, Bye-bye. it's 12.32 to Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I got refunded by Amazon. They sent me £7.90 uh, refund for a battery that I bought. Right. But here's the kicker I never sent it back. It's the battery right. that's in my watch. It's actually my Cronaby watch that I'm now, you know, hoping to right. sell. But I mean, <laughs> all of a sudden I got an email saying, we've processed your refund. And I thought, refund? What refund? Who knows what's happened? A glitch in the matrix has caused right. Amazon to just give me £7.90 pence because of the generosity of their stupidity. That's bizarre, isn't it? <laughs> you
1: you would do wonder sometimes what they're on. I'm trying to buy a computer at the moment, a PC, mm-hmm. um, in in league with Ian Barton, yes. which I'll come to a bit later, um, and Amazon won't deliver it to my local shop. They I I went I went I, it's called a Geekom, and I went through every single mod, model, and none of them every every one it says they'll only deliver it to a home address. So I don't know what that's all about. There's no explanation as to why. but Buy anything else and I can have it d- d- delivered to the shop,
0: but not Maybe that. it's to do with security and the cost of it and the value. Uh, and no, the... no, no. Value. I've had
1: more expensive things delivered to the shop. No question at all. And bigger things physically. This is only a tiny little computer. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, I on, don't on know. The, no, on the back of your Amazon yes. feed, the same thing is true. Daniel Bemis is next on Run Road Centre Console Organiser tray. This is for his car, which is a subaru cross trek sport apparently um it, at 2024 we're not in 2024 yet <laughs> he's got he's got a, he's got a car a year early it fits nicely and it's cheap too he says not cheap as chips but as cheap as a 12 pack of beer or four bags of crisps i only had one big compartment before in the middle of between i think he means between the two yes, seats does, in the, yes, front yes, of the yes. car. um And now I've got an organiser on top with lots of storage underneath it too. And it costs 21 quid. I've linked to the one in Amazon UK. I think it's exactly the same as this American one. Um, But yes, um, an organiser. Cars these days, I didn't think really had that kind of gap in the middle. Does your car have that? It
0: does. And of course, what I did was classic Aiden Bell. I went out there with some epoxy resin and some plastic and <laughs> just made something myself. Right. But I think Daniel Beamis has taken a far more sensible route by. by yes, I mean, you can get it. I don't know whether even now, because I mean, my car's what, 13, 14 years old by now. So I'm not quite sure whether cars still do. But um, if they do have a hole in them or something like this is perfect for organising it. Yeah. Good on. Nice shout, Daniel. Well done. Ian Barton brings us a cordless garden strimmer.
1: Judge Barton. Judge Barton.
0: It sounds sounds simple enough but actually looking at the picture it's quite complicated isn't it? There's lots of bits and pieces to go with it. A friend of mine, says Ian, who used to be a mechanic caravan repairer showed me one of these today. It's a sort of multi-purpose strimmer saw brush cutter for £68. It's very useful for small jobs where you don't need a full-size strimmer cutter. The brush cutter successfully chopped through several sycamore branches. I can see it being very useful for trimming the top of one of our beach hedges which can only be reached from the top of a stepladder. oh it's an accident waiting to happen yeah. even for elf and safety deniers like me being perched on the top of a stepladder, eight feet off the ground while waving a full-size yeah. petrol-powered hedge cutter isn't very safe no I, I take your point and where waving a cordless trimmer is there by degree it's a little bit safer take care ian but thanks for the tip
1: surprising how Ian's got to the age he has. <laughs> it's, it's you remember the whole thing about the um, scaffolding for his um, for his uh, Starlink thingy? Oh, which, goodness, um, yes. In yes. the end, I think he got someone to do that for him. Yes, he was all for going move. up on the roof, I think. Right, OK, thank you, Ian. We'll come back to you in a minute. Gareth, Gareth Williams is next with a teaser. He says that next show he will be bringing this to us. He's only just got it. And he's going off camping. It's an EcoFlow River 2 Max, which is a power box thingy and uh, so yeah I won't dwell on it but just a tease Gareth let us know here get on it's 549 quids worth of um, camping power stuff to take with you camping.
0: So let us know. Oh, so sexy and so beautiful. And I have utterly no need of one. <laughs> Here, I bring you, and I forgot to bring them in with me now, but I've worn them enough to be able to describe them to you, the No Cry Blue Light Blocking Over Glasses. Ooh. Ooh, indeed. Um, as I think you know, I'm starting to take more of an interest in my health and my heart and what I'm eating and and I, you know, all the sort of aspects of my health stats. And one thing that I'm sure everybody listening already knows is that blue light is not good for you. And last thing at night, we all stare at our computer screens and the blue light can be damaging to us and and deter, deter better sleep. Um, now, as I, my phone, as do well, I think most of these days, of course, have this blue, have this nighttime filter that you can turn on. But uh, the one on my Nokia isn't terribly good. So I decided to buy some blue light blocking glasses just to wear um, instead. So I found some with a 2.5 uh, magnification for reading, bought them from Amazon for about six or seven quid, and they were crap. They were awful. They were shit. So um, I sent them back. I got the <laughs> money back. Um, and I thought, all right, don't be such a cheapskate, Aiden, do it properly. So then I found the blue light blocking over glasses, which are actually yellow. They really do block out the blue light, not by any clever means, but just by simply putting a huge great big yellow filter in front of your vizog. And they work beautifully. They they fit very, very neat and snug and quite comfortably over my glasses. So I wear my normal reading glasses. I pop these over the top. Everything goes bright orange. Um, I was amused when I read the instructions that come with them that say, try not to be near any molten metal while you're wearing them. And I thought, in bed? (laughs) <laughs> chance to be a fine thing. Um I think it's because they're also uh, they can be safety goggles for welders. They're that good. Yeah. Um and yeah, and they do the job. I mean, th- everything is yellow and You know, it's almost certainly um, psychosomatic, but I somehow feel as if at the end of the day when I do decide to switch off my phone and go to sleep, I do somehow feel a little bit closer to sleep at that point than I think I did before. As I say, that's probably psychosomatic, but I'm sure they're doing me good. And and I look very silly with them on, so what a shame nobody gets to see them. (laughs) So you haven't got them on now? I'm not wearing them now, no, I'm sorry. And yet you think that that
1: looks yellow and not orange.
0: (laughs) All right <laughs> <laughs> all right, they're orange
1: <laughs> yeah my dad's got a pair of um similar things when he has his injection in his eye he's got to keep um he's got to make sure that he doesn't get dust in the 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 eyes, so he's yes. got these pair of glasses very similar to these with the um edge uh you know covers round the round the corners. Yes. Um, I, I guess it will depend on how big your glasses are as to whether they'll fit in or not.
0: Well, all I can say is that my glasses are fairly big, uh, you know, Ronnie Corbett, good night from me, good night from him right. glasses. So I think if they fit those, they'll okay. probably fit most people. Pretty nice. 16 quid. I always remember you teasing me on the show when I talked about wearing safety goggles, and I, I nonchalantly said, well, oh, because everybody's got safety goggles, so I won't talk about them. And you said only Aidan Bell could just nonchalantly say, yeah, "Oh, everybody yeah. has a pair of safety
1: goggles." <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, no, sixteen pounds worth, and they look like they'll do the job.
0: I wonder who bought
1: it. Ian Watson, <laughs> do you remember on the last um, show uh, we wondered who bought the Einhell wet and dry vacuum We cleaner. did
0: this fabric. Was I it Ian?
1: Uh, yeah, it was Ian Barton. He 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 owned up and he said, it was me. And because uh, I was saying that, blimey, £37, this does what a vax does. Well, apparently, according to Ian, it doesn't do what a vax does. You were quite right. It's for, it's for sucking up spillages and, and cleaning out the dirty parts of gutters, in ah, his case, which indication. he talked about <laughs> before on the group. Right. So it's, so it's not a vax competitor. So I take that back. Um, so it doesn't clean
0: with water; it simply cleans away any water that is already there.
1: Yeah, you can't put shampoo no, in, put no. it across your carpet. No. so it, it's not a vax machine. Anyway, yeah, thank you, Ian. That was um, that was good, a good idea. I still to think it's a, anyway. it's
0: an excellent purchase, though. I still want yeah,
1: one. <laughs> Absolutely. And back to Ian Barton and the Geekom. Ian, you see, normally on um, I Wonder Who Bought It, we don't know who's bought it, but I saw this pop up and I I knew who bought it because Ian told me he was going to buy it. (laughs) It's a Geekom Mini IT11. It's very techie, but it's a mini PC, so we won't dwell on it. But um, it was 500 quid worth. And I just wanted to feedback to to thank you, Ian, really, because sometimes you get like one percent for your um, your your Amazon cut. And this one I got 3%, so I got £15 for that, so that was a really good result. I don't often get £15 for any purchases, um, but that was really good. For some reason there was a 3% tag on that. Um, most of them are much less than that, but um, thank you very much. If anyone wants um, a mini PC, then I would suggest you look at the Geekoms, because they really look. They do look nice, and Ian's going to help me sort that out as well. So thank you very much indeed. If you want to buy stuff from Amazon, please use my affiliate link, because I do get pens as I just described and you can do that by going to tinyurl.com forward slash Amazon UK buy normally after you've gone to that URL no difference to you I won't know who you are um, well unless you're Ian Barton who's told me I know where you live then um, we can move forward with that thank you so much you'll be
0: getting a private message from Ian Barton saying can I have my 50 quid back now please yes <laughs> <laughs> Ted's top tips Ted's top tips Ted's top. Yes. Wayne Kelly brings us the German Ertinger <laughs> beer. Zero percent alcohol beer. What? Yes, zero per 0%. percent alcohol beer. You heard me correctly. It is a really nice drink, says Wayne Kelly. And I like the big glasses, too. Much better than sitting there with a glass of water while everyone around you has a nice glass of beer. Highly recommended. A great taste.
1: It does look really nice, doesn't
0: it? Oh, I have to say, if you drink beer, I can't stand beer. I would prefer the glass of water, but that's just because I'm weird. I,
1: I, I love beer and um, that looks really nice. But I remember the whole thing when um, Calibre, was it Calibre came out in the 1980s or thereabouts, and I, I couldn't understand why people would want to buy it. Just Why not just buy a Coke or, or lemonade or something? Why, why pretend you've got a beer? But, I mean, each to their own. Obviously, if you really like the taste of beer, then that's a good result. But then you're, now right...
0: you're indicating that you only drink alcohol to get drunk, Ted.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I totally agree with that. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point of it, isn't it? Go on. To, well, not, not to get drunk, necessarily, but to... Re- juice inhibitions and to make you feel relaxed and blah blah I don't, blah. I mean
0: I, I I like a red wine. I generally end the day with a little tipple of red wine but there I will go. never drink red wine to the point of even starting to get drunk. I like it for the flavour. Well it must be um, relaxing you. You must get some impact from the alcohol. There's no way you couldn't. I don't know but as I say I mean I, I, I mean this will shock you, you and listeners. I think I have been drunk Maybe twice in my entire 59 years on this earth. And I hated both times. I just, I, I, I hate it. I hate, the, I hate drunk people. I hate the being drunk. So for me, it is about the taste. Definitely.
1: I think it depends on how drunk you are. There are different levels of drunkenness. Yeah. And drunkenness um, makes people behave in different ways. Um, but anyway, that's
0: another topic for another day. I've like, got to say, I do like alcohol-free cider. And there again, it's not for the alcohol, it's for the taste. I love the taste of alcohol-free cider. Just have some apple juice.
1: <laughs> anyway, it'll it, probably be much cheaper as well. Duncan Robinson says, This is my, uh, my favourite alcohol-free beer, too. It is marketed as an isotonic sports recovery drink, ah. which claims to replace the fluids, salts and minerals lost in sweat. We're well, back to Ian Barton again, aren't we? But more importantly, has lots of wheat beer flavour. And it isn't too watery like a lot of other alcohol-free drinks. Hmm.
0: Glyn Stone says, Guinness Zero is great as well, to be sure. (laughs) He says, I recommend the Dry app, that's D-R-Y-Y app, for anyone going alcohol-free or thinking about it. It's a really friendly and supportive social media group app for the alcohol-free bods of the world. That's an interesting thought. There you are. Yeah.
1: If anyone wants to give up or stop or cut down. Pip Tomlinson is last. He says, I drink free damn beer in Spain. Sometimes if I've played football, it's nice to sit in the sun and have a taste of a refreshing cold beer without risking back going back on my scooter drunk. The modern alcohol-free beers have come on leaps and bounds. Now with taste-wise, I'm all for them. So maybe I should try it again because um, what the last time I tried it, 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 It wasn't as nice. That Calibre stuff in the 1980s, it just, I didn't like the taste of it, apart from it having no alcohol. So perhaps, um, if Pip's right, perhaps I should give it another go.
0: I can't comment. I don't like beer with or without alcohol. Sorry.
1: And I don't like wine either, so we're in two different camps there.
0: And I don't like you. (laughs)
1: Still using, still using.
0: Meanwhile... I am still using my Karcher, or to be pompous and say Karcher, uh, SC4 Easy Fix Steam Cleaner. Do you remember oh, back in yeah. December 2020, show 127, I discovered the art of steam cleaning and thought it yeah. was the most exciting thing since sliced bread, and I couldn't find enough things to clean with this thing. We took a punt, or my mother, I must say, it was her her, her purchase, uh, £239. No, we sp- it was cheaper now. We spent £249, it's current. Twenty-two hundred and thirty-nine £239. Yeah. And it's made by... You should, have, you should have waited. I should have waited for three <laughs> years. Um, made by Kercher, which is a company I think we all know are pretty respectable and, and, and people have good things to say about. As do I now, too. Um, we've had this thing for three years. And following the honeymoon period, when I was just running around the house cleaning everything I could find, um, I now use it every two, three, four weeks to... Um, just to do the floors, basically. Uh, And occasionally, if there's anything else that needs specific cleaning, I will do so. I'm still dead impressed. I still don't know where the dirt goes. It's just you steam these things and everything just gets beautifully clean. And it's still fun to do. So um, it's doing what it says on the tin remarkably well. And I'm hoping it will go on doing so for several more years to come. Excellent. Unlike
1: our Karcher pressure washer, which I brought to the the show yonks ago, and in fact, Gold starter, I think, it packed up this week. Oh, Something electrical, we guess. It won't just won't turn on. Right. I checked the fuse, of course, um, whatever. But I, I worked out that it had been bought in 2015, so I guess that's oh, not that's bad, not right? bad
0: going then, is
1: it? Yeah, um, I, I suppose we could take it to an electrician, but and have a look at it. But I, I don't know. Funny, that you, you, what you were saying about Karcher being a uh, reputable firm and all that. Yeah, I was telling someone about this Karcher pressure washer that packed up, and I can't remember who it was. It was someone here, someone locally. And they were completely poo-pooing Karcher as a company. They say, Oh, well, it was no wonder it packed up. It's a blooming Karcher. You know, you should have got a decent make. There's one at um Lidl. Was it? <laughs> No, no, not Lidl. Um, screw was, I think I oh, think Screwfix. Screw fix. Yeah. And they do a make there, which is apparently much better. But I thought I, I'm the same as you. I thought I always thought that Karcher was a a very renowned good name.
0: Yeah, but as as we've seen on the show, a thousand people can have a good response, and then one person gets a bad, uh, and it's not their fault. They yeah, just happen to yeah. get the bad apple, and therefore they get a sour taste in their mouth. So um, indeed, yes.
1: Right, I'm still using, well actually I'm not, my dad is, the L-shaped desk computer thingy that that I brought to the show in 2018 in whatever works, 61, if anyone's keeping track. It's now £72, but it was then £55, that was the right way around. Um, Black wooden desk, it sits in the corner, well it, actually it doesn't sit in the corner it's got a corner section in it but the way that my dad used it, he didn't want the corner, he wanted it just a straight run right. so he took that mm. out and in true Heath Robinson uh, Aidan Bell style <laughs> I, I bolted, I got the, the two ends of where it's supposed to do the corner bit and I bolted the two together <laughs> Oh <How> clever! <laughs> and it all works really well, Um, five years on still working, or four years on four years on? No, five years on it's still working really well and it's sitting there doing what it's supposed to do so yeah nice desk
0: and i would recommend it it should be called a naughty desk shouldn't it because it sits in the corner <laughs> right i need a deep breath to tell you that i'm that i would like to recommend The charging stand, comfortable charger holder for smartwatch accessories, portable, convenient charging, charging stand for phone and watch products, multiple devices charger makes you not want to buy it doesn't it classic amazon gibberish isn't it basically what this is it's very clever now i bought this to complement the withings watch that i've borrowed the thing is they didn't have it on prime it's one of those things where i've got to wait till christmas next year to for it to arrive so i probably won't have the watch any longer so i'll just probably just give it to my friend as a thank you for lending me the watch but anyway either he or i i hope will benefit from this thing four pounds 44 it's a stand it doesn't have any electronics in it doesn't have any cables in it it's it's basically uh, one of those stand up in the air slightly watch stand, watch charger stands with an open hole at the top, a recess, into which I believe you can put uh, a, a number of different phone chargers in and then it's got a slight um, uh, cutaway round at the back that you can pop your cable in. So basically it's, it's a one-size-fits-all stand that you can put, because you know a lot of watches, including the Withings, which is why I found this thing, come with a very flat put-it-on-the-table stand. Yeah. Um, and in the Withings case, you actually have to pick it up and turn the Withings upside down and pop it on the back. So I thought, oh, I'll see if this works. So um, I'll review it properly when I've got it um, <laughs> in a couple of years' time. Uh, but it looks like something very clever. It looks like it would be, a, if it does what it says on the tin, then this is really rather a clever thing. A sort of generic charging stand to fit multitudes of different size chargers.
1: Where's the phone bit come in?
0: Uh that's a good question. I don't know. Maybe they just put that in for fun. Does the
1: maybe the bottom bit is also a charger? Is it? No, no, no. Stand it's for phone?
0: Yeah, I don't quite see how you'd stand a phone on it. It would just slip off. Yeah, I mean, I think it's for watches I mean, only. Load no, of
1: bollocks in But it? it's a
0: clever idea, in it
1: hero the the brand is hero s if you look at the um if you look at the middle picture of that lot they've they've decided to size it by putting a zippo light in That's right yes it. you just imagine in their the S the Hero S office that they're scrabbling around saying, Right, who's got something in their
0: pocket Indeed. to indeed <laughs> size yeah, and, there's it. Some... And, the, and there's a plastic bag I was gonna bag say bag a nasty black plastic <laughs> bag in the background. <laughs> Here, don't <laughs> knock this Ted it could be the best purchase I've ever made. I'll let you know when I get it. <laughs> Excellent.
1: I <laughs> I look forward to hearing absolutely okay. We bought a refillable dish brush oh, what? for well, £3.99. This a dish brush. Dish, well, I'm waiting, I'll tell you. Oh, I see, am um, <laughs> sorry, £3.99 this week. And it's if you look at the picture of it, you'll see that you can what it is is you know, those um, those dishmatic brushes with a handle that you put a little pad on the end of and do your scrubbing up of your washing up stuff in the Yes, washing up yes, wardrobe. I have one. I use well, it regularly. Right. Okay. Well, this is that except that it's it's you put the the, the, the the body of it into the palm of your hand and you hold it on all sides and use it as a scrubber. It looks up. like
0: an old-fashioned
1: barber's thing for lathering the face. Yes yes exactly that's what it is and the top of it comes away it doesn't come off it just comes away and you fill the fairy liquid up in the top screw the what's it back down and you then there's a little button on the top which you you're supposed to press but actually quite a lot of these stuff stays in the brush anyway and then you just go scrubbing now um it I think that when I was I had one one day I had petrol on my hands don't uh, as another story I'll tell you another day I had petrol on my hands mm-hmm. and I thought I've got no soapvega I'm going to go and <laughs> um, scrub my hands and this was absolutely brilliant for that it worked really well because the bristles now I don't know if it's because the bristles are new but but it, they were really firm and they worked really well and my my hands after I cleaned them felt like they'd kind of through the mill
0: and now you've got petrol on your washing up (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) anyway that worked really well so um i gave it to my mother i said any more fares Um, I I gave it to my mother. I said, right, you try it for a week. So she did. And she said, it does the job well. It's nice to hold, she says. It's rather heavy on the use of fairy liquid. For one thing, she says, the liquid runs out when not in use. So it comes out of the brushes a bit. It doesn't necessarily respond to that button on the top. Um, So maybe... Possibly keep it upside down when it's not being used um I I, I generally prefer my aforementioned dishmatic one mm-hmm. it did a great it did however do a great do you, do you know those um um
0: no I don't
1: <laughs> those toasters that have got a um, an egg thingy at the end we've, we've covered Oh, I've still got before.
0: one in the kitchen I've never used it since I bought okay is.
1: well the other day we got we got the, the, the there was a burned bit on the the, the silver Base of that mm-hmm. um in the egg bit, and I took she took to it first, and I took to it, and between us we got that really really clean. It worked really well, and then she did um, a a roasting tin that had got a burned on potato on it, and she, and we both said that those dishmatic brushes, there's no way they would have got that off because the the bristles on this one are so strong, and it's a real good hard scrub. We like a good scrubber, don't you we? You are
0: a bit of a scrubber, yes. I I I I like this. I'm thinking of clicking. <laughs> The button, as we speak, Ted. I'm enjoying this one.
1: They do work really well, um, but uh, yeah, just keep it upside down because it, I think the, the the stuff drips out and it's not supposed to. I mean, it might be if you get one. It'd be interesting to see your take on that because it might be that this one's got a uh, you know fault right. with it. Um, but but it's um yeah, three ninety nine. What's not
0: to like? I'll tell you what's not to like. You want... Seasons and fashion. I mean, that's been one of my mantras all my life long, but it came up again lately. My mother uh, is looking to make a rare purchase to buy herself a new garment. In fact, she has since I wrote our recording notes a few days ago, she's actually finally managed to find something. But the point was we wanted to get my mother something, probably a jacket, nice and smart to wear for an event that's coming up at the end of the month for her. And of course she would then keep it in a wardrobe for future use. And we've been thwarted again by the season and the weather and the current fashions. And and you go into the shops and everything, you you know, go you go from shop to shop as much as my poor elderly mother can stand. This shop, that shop, the next shop, this department, that department. And you start to see, oh, they all look like this at the moment or they're all featuring these colours at the moment. Oh, no, the weather's not right. You can't buy a coat at the moment because it's a hot day. And it just pisses me off that you can't. Go and buy uh, a light T-shirt in December. You can't buy a sweater in August. And that's just silly. That's my Room 101. I just want to put seasons and fashion into Room 101 and to say that if I ever owned a clothes shop, I would make sure that even if I did, in the main, follow the general trend of what people are buying, I would always have a stock of other items that people might want because they don't like the current fashion.
1: Huh. <laughs> you... You might not, if they they weren't selling and they were taking up space in your shop, that you could be selling to things in season. Take your seats, please.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but I think Um, there's enough Aidan Bells in the world that would keep my shop ticking along. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, I just want to say that this is not
1: new. Not that you said it was new. I can remember back in the day with Marks and Spencers. they, They basically changed the whole of their stock from winter to summer. I remember my mother telling me that back in the you know, 70s and yes. 80s. The whole shop just completely changed. And you couldn't get, you're quite right, you couldn't get winter things in the summer and vice versa. Yes. Um,
0: and I mean, but, at the moment, yeah. what my mother wanted was a jacket. And we discovered that, obviously, the fashion, we only found this out yesterday, shopping, traipsing around, it seems to be a very thick sort of carpet-like material. And quite a few shops had jackets, but they were all in this fashionable, in inverted commas, new style, where it looks as if they've been made out of rugs. And I just think to myself, well, that's fine. Have one or two like that, but keep some other normal stuff in stock as well. If you went to an old-fashioned
1: outfitters, um, for gentlemen, um, Dun & Co comes to mind. Yes. I don't know know about for ladies. Dorothy Perkins, maybe? I don't know. Um, But a proper old-fashioned one, I think you would find that they have consistent stock it's probably just quick push through selling at the likes of super, you know, big stores that want to use the space most efficiently um,
0: that don't make space for that. But yeah, a fair point. I wish you'd stop making common sense and let me just whinge. <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, that was a Isn't nice it jingle. Oh, isn't it lovely? Your best one ever. Maybe I should extend it into a
0: concerto. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Give it a go.
1: Right. Daniel Bemis is back on Meetup. Now, this is a service, an app, that will help you find, he says, local gatherings of people who do things together. Ranging from informational to fun events. Are you... I use it, says Daniel, for meetings with a board game playing group, which would fit because we know that he likes board games. Usually about between 5 and 20 people turn up and play a game, um, in in his case a game store because it's to do with games, so they arrange a place to to meet and go there and do it. He does his once a week. Um, There are all sorts of groups, though, and I'll put a link in the show notes to all the sorts of groups. It's free and fun and casual, says um, Daniel, um, and yeah, that's really good. I did have a quick look at the app and it, or rather the website and it, it, it's obvious that, uh, I mean, I don't know how they get their money, presumably advertising in the app or whatever, but they, um, you know, uh, they act as a forum, a medium for people that have got similar interests that want to get together and they, you can, you can go in there and start up a group yourself and set yourself going, um, or join in one that's already established. And of course it's going to be, um, I mean, it might be that this is very American orientated, which is where Daniel lives. And in the UK, there's nothing of this, but um, it would uh, be interesting to look. And thank you very much for... Bringing it up, Daniel.
0: I like this very much. It's a sort of Friends Reunited for friends who haven't met yet, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. It's sort of the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, I mean, and again, it's a bit like these Facebook groups, only only more refined and more properly organised. And, you know, I like spreading margarine between my toes on, on a full moon. I wonder if there's a group of like-minded people <laughs> that I could find. Yeah, I I, 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 I I jest, but I think it's I think it's actually brilliant. I like that very much. Good call, Daniel. I like that.
1: Yeah, very good. And while we're talking about gaming also, we discovered this last month, this thing online called Word Solitaire. And it's really simple, but it's really kind of addictive. A bit like you know um, that thing Wordle that oh um, yeah, they conquered somebody, the world. Yes, yeah. Somebody invented it. It conquered the world, and the Times bought it in the end off the bloke that had invented it. Well, this has the same feel about that. It's a, a really simple solitaire game, but it's to do, you've got letters on each of the cards, and the the idea is to get rid of all the cards, and it's really challenging and it's really quite difficult. Um, but it's a Real good fun. There's a new one every day to do, and you can just hop into there um, at some point when you've got some downtime, and see if you can get down to no cards left. It is American, so take that into account. So, for example, the spelling of the word "color" is going to be different, wrong. But, you know, <laughs> laying, <laughs> laying that aside, yes. Um And my mum's having a go at it. I, I, I'm really enjoying it myself. I, I do.
0: I thought I'd have given it up by now, but it's kind of addictive, as I say. Uh, give it a go, Adam. Gold stars all round, and I've got one. I want to give a gold star to a lady whose name I never asked, which was stupid of me. Um, you, may, um, people may have seen on the on the on the group that I was con- looking at uh, changing our telephone uh, broad broadband provider because we are with Virgin. We were with Virgin at that time, and um, the price was about to literally double from thirty quid ground price to th- six to sixty four quid ground price, and then the phone call How is that literally doubling? Literally doubling plus another literally doubling
1: literally doubling from thirty to plus 40 another to plus
0: another four quid. <laughs> uh, room one hundred and one. Yes, bad grammar. Room one hundred and one. Anyway, uh, so I a lot of kind people helped me with various possibilities. Good grief, Charlie Brown! Is are you sure that train's not going through your bedroom? Anyway, um, I was considering. Oh, what's the word when you want to change companies? Um, when Leaping. I, just, I finally had, had a bout of... Transfer. Shush, shush, quiet at the back. <laughs> finally, I got my nerves together and thought, Aiden, stop being such a wimp. Just phone bloody Virgin Media and see what they'll do. And I rang Virgin Media, and I have to be honest and say I was answered by a voice that I thought, No, and I put the phone straight down again. <laughs> I thought I'll yes. ring back when I get someone nice. And the second time I did, I got a lovely lady. I got a really nice northern lady from up north. And she, she said, all right, love, let's see what we can do. And she was really, really fabulous. And I told her, I said, honestly, you know, I'm thinking I'm going to have to leave because it's about to literally double plus four quid. Um, <laughs> anyway, in the end, instead of playing £64 a month plus the phone calls, which would have likely been another 10 or 20 or £30 on top of that. Um, she put me at an all-in price of forty-nine quid. Anytime calls, anytime internet. Do what you want. Thank you, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, and have a nice day. Goodbye. And um, I thanked her profusely. Uh, and so I want to give her a gold star. Right. Okay. So
1: what have you ended? I've ended up staying ended with Virgin. With? I mean, you. Well, you 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 shared a screenshot of me with the the speeds you would get up and down. It looks very impressive. Oh,
0: I mean, I I forget them exactly. I it was. I think it was literally about. <laughs> 200 <laughs> uh, it's <was> about 255 <laughs> down yeah. and about 24 I think up i mean really really c- wonderfully fast speeds and and yet and yet when we were
1: investigating this on your behalf we found that they were saying that for your address if you changed you'd have to they they wouldn't offer you one more than 78 or something. That's
0: right. I mean, and, 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 and kind people were, were putting it way above my pay grade and over my head and I didn't really understand all to do with copper wires versus, versus fibre cables and one company is back on the back of another company. It all got very complicated. I think it's all to do with who owns the infrastructure and who allows other people to use it or not. And obviously Virgin of the bullies and say, this is all ours, we can do what we like. But if you want to go with another company, you have to do it through a piece of string and a yoghurt pot.
1: Oh, I see. So Virgin have actually laid down it, the, the It cables. may be
0: laid down both right. the cables and the law. I mean, something like that. Mm. Ask Chris Kelly. He'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: anyway, yeah. Good, but it's nice to hear about, particularly a tech company, when... Um, they they do uh, do the, the customer service right and you know at the risk of sounding racist that you can actually understand what the person's yes. saying at the other or not end. only
0: that even if you can they say oh well no computer says no no we can't do that you know and it's just <laughs> to just to talk to a, to a you know regardless of race or color or sex or creed right. just to speak to a person who is friendly and welcoming and and takes you treats you as a person and not just a number on a computer screen was was really refreshing
1: yeah yeah definitely well done indeed gold stars all round i think we're done another shortest show it seems and we'll be back in two weeks time of course as always um works is our website um you can talk to us in the mewe group do join us there links in the show notes as always Tell us what whatever works in your life. What doesn't work, we'll bring the highlights of that to shows down the road. If you want to get Aidan Bell dressed up as Sandra yet again, you can um, organise that at aidanbell.com. Um, for everything else, go to tedsalmon.com. You'll find links in there to all I do, all we do, all the team does, um, audio podcasts, and all the me we groups as well. So head across there. And if you want to buy me a copy, I'd be very grateful. That's it paypal.me forward slash Ted Salmon You're all wonderful people, and we'll love to (laughs) chat with you again in two weeks' time. Aidan, last word for you.
0: Not really, just to say, to echo what you said. Good, bad, or indifferent, folks, let us know what you bought, what you want to buy, what you can't afford to buy, but you wish you could. It's all good stuff, and we'll include everything we can. Oh, and don't forget that if you're on a train going through South Wales, make sure you hold a cup of coffee out the window, because Ted would love to take it from (laughs) you as you pass through his house. (laughs) 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 Right, that's it. One last thing to say.
1: Don't forget.